ACASTCAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast. I am your host, Fidel Barraza. Alongside with me are my co-hosts, Kendall Whitley and Jerry Martinez. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. I hope everybody is doing great. I'm doing good. It's another Friday. It's crazy. Time's just flying. Hey, but we're here loving it. Yes, and tonight we actually bring you a special edition of the East West Football Podcast. We bring you the Deshaun Bell II story. Earlier tonight, we had the pleasure to interview Deshaun, and he told us his story. So we hope that you enjoy this interview. Tonight, we have a special guest. He is a current free agent in the CFL and NFL. Deshaun Bell II, how are you doing, Deshaun? Doing good, man. How about you? Good. Appreciate your time. Oh, no, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. It's a blessing, actually. All right, Deshaun. Well, the floor is yours. Oh, man. Uh, where do I start? Uh, my first name is Deshaun, last name Bill, the second, actually. Um, first, I want to just give a, a big thanks to East West Football Podcast for having me on here, man. It's truly a blessing. And um, my goal is to most definitely uh, just have people just, you know, just realize that you are not alone. You know, certain challenges in your life. Um, it's, it seems hard, but if you have faith in God and you just put God first and just keep going, you know, um, you guys will conquer it. Um, the quote that I have is, uh, that I live by, uh, it's basically states that the only way out is the way through. Mm. And, um, a lot of people, man, they really, um, <clears throat> lose sight on a lot of success, but if you just keep going with the process, you will always conquer your dreams. Um, 23 years old from Detroit, Michigan. Um, it's, it's a lot, man. My, my life been, uh, always, uh, you know, always filled with challenges, but I always overcame them all, you know, and, um, the biggest thing was, uh, my football career. Um, I started playing football my 10th grade year of high school. Um, and what's so funny is one of my homeboys, uh, Tiante Blankenship. Um, I'll never forget this guy because, um, we actually had a phone call one night I was playing the game and he just left football practice. He was just like, man, you know, why you don't play football, man? You're a big guy. <laughs> and I was like, to be honest, man, I mean, I don't think I have, you know, the skill, you know, I, I, I don't know why I just always went to a negative aspect before I even tried it, you know? And um, he said, man, you will love it, man. You want to enjoy it. And uh, actually without that guy, I wouldn't be standing right here today. So um, I most definitely give a big shout out to him and, uh, I went to uh, Cass Technical High School in Detroit, Michigan. Um, shout out to CT, second to none. And that's where it all started. Uh, I was coached by Thomas Wilcher. Um, he was a University of Michigan alum. And, uh, man, I mean, everything went good uh, my uh, sophomore year. Uh, I was on the 2012, um, you know, football team. Uh, it was a championship team. 
And um, I didn't really play in any games. Um, I was actually moved up from JV to varsity. And um, to really be honest, it was just only because I had the grades. Um, I didn't know any speck of football at all. So I was basically a practice dummy and, you know, getting hit, <laughs> getting blasted. I'm talking about a lot of D1 guys, a lot of guys in the, in the NFL right now, like currently uh, Jordan Lewis. Um, I personally know him. He plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, David Dawson. Um Mike Weber and uh, J. Rue Campbell. Um, those are my main guys that uh, I know personally. And, um, man, playing with them guys, I learned a lot. Um, so, uh, to really be honest, you know, it always taught me, you know, just sticking with something and going to a new a new generation, a new a new journey is actually a blessing, you know. Um, but um, the biggest thing for me was uh, battling my own fears, you know. And um, so my own fears was pretty much to never be good in football and it's the reason why I'm basically specifying battling my fears because at the end of the day, I basically defeated myself before going into the situation. And um, I was young-minded, man. I was um, basically – I was defeated already going into the team to where I didn't play any games. I took that as, as a discouraging aspect. Um, I didn't really uh, practice that much because I didn't know what I was doing, but I was so eager to go out there to even, you know, challenge myself. But the coach, they, they set me down. They said, hey, you got to learn a little bit more. You know, you have to study and film a lot more. You have to actually study your role as a player. Um, they actually, um, what's so crazy is, to this day, my position stands as a pass rusher defensive end. And um, I also play outside linebacker, linebacker, middle linebacker, Mike Jack, all of that. But um, I also play offensive lineman as well. And I was nothing but just 195 pounds, 6'1". <laughs> so, I don't know how I became an offensive lineman, but I did it, man. And um, I just put my mind to it. And, you know, when you put your mind to anything, you can conquer that. Um, I made a, a, a big leap to uh, basically stick around with football, man, because after the championship season, um, I was getting a lot of recognition from the news. Uh, that was my first time being on TV um, my 10th grade year. Uh, my, my family saw that. They just went bananas. They was like, wow, you know, my, my baby on TV and, you know, everything is going well, you know, but inside I just felt like I just wanted to just, just really go out there and really play and really showcase that I can really, really, really hit hard and, and really play the game. Um, so uh, Cast Tech have a, a full week called Hell Week, and um, that week, man, it's, the name it describes it. <laughs> you know, um, you actually stay uh, at Cast Tech. And you gotta you, you gotta face the fears, man. You gotta you gotta get with the get with the grind. Um, we practice two a days. Um, we sleep. We wake up early in the morning. Get a good run in. Get a good lift in, and when we practice, and uh, that's exactly what we did, man, for a full week. And uh, it was I was something new to me, you know. Um, to really be honest, man, I stuck with it and I loved it. And that's when I started lifting weights. Um, started gaining a lot of muscle. Um, I was still around the still around the around the same weight of. Uh, like maybe 190 or going into the 2000s, but I stuck with it. But um, the defeat I had with myself was still when I was in 11th grade, I still didn't get the shine that I um, that I wanted. Um, I still didn't get the practice, you know, hard that I wanted to, you know, I wanted to go out there and hit somebody, but never got that recognition. So I took an emotional decision, and basically I thought it was personal to me, and I actually walked off um, the Cast Tech football team. Um. As soon as I walked off, instantly my mindset was like, you shouldn't have done that. And um, to really be honest, 
you know, it was just an emotional decision. And what's so crazy was it was so much of an emotional decision. I walked off the same day I had a, I actually had a game. And since I wasn't suiting up, basically I was like, you know, I just don't feel like they don't, they don't want me on the team. So I actually went to the game and sat in the stands and everybody was like, dude, you was, you on a football team. Why are you in the stands? You know, so um, to really be honest, that was actually the biggest mistake that I had. But granted to that, I prayed to God and, um, some just always told me I wanted to play football again. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it was. I, I, I looked at it. I was like, you know, the uniforms, the helmets, shoulder pads. That's not it. Looking sweet. Um, the teams. That's not it. I just really wanted to play football. Something in my heart was basically telling me you need to be out there playing. Um, my senior year of high school, um, basically just sat around. You know, I ran a lot. Um, I worked out with a. Only two 35-pound dumbbells, and that's every night. You know, I started lifting weights because I, you know, I was used to that feeling. You know, I was basically building my body up, man. It's a great feeling. It's, it's a great feeling for your physical and your mental. But um, me and my mother one day we had went to um, uh, a car dealership, and we had seen a guy named Kenny. And uh, Kenny, he saw my uh, I wore a Cast Tech basketball hoodie, and basically he was like, "Man, did you play football for them?" I said, "Actually, yeah, I did." You know, and uh, he was like, man, how you feel about playing flag football? Instantly in my mind, I was like, heck yeah, <laughs> you know. I play flag football and, you know, do what I have to do. And uh, he gave me a number to call, and I was out there playing flag football, man. And uh, when I played, I, I was balling out. Um, they called me the sack monster, you know, pulling people flags and stuff, and I just had fun doing it. You know, I, I had my mother record me. You know, I had a couple of my friends record me, so um, it was a blessing. And uh, I always played it smart because I always seen how it was so many highlights of these guys. You know, they had huddles and stuff. I didn't have that at the time. Um, they had personal photographers. I didn't have that at the time. Vide- videographers, I didn't have that. So all I had was just an Android phone. <laughs> and I told my mom, like, here, you know, can you record me real quick? And she stuck by it. You know, you always, like, everybody, your mother is your rock. Yep. No matter what goes on, your mother's your rock. You know, always respect your mother. Show love to her because you only get one mom. Amen. You only sir. get one. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And, um, man, she stuck with it. And uh, my second year, man, I did pretty good. So now I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling pretty confident. You know, um, so what I did was I basically started sending my flag football film to a couple of colleges. Uh, I sent my, you know, I found, uh, I just looked online. And I uh, basically just saw a couple of email addresses that I just wanted to send my film to. And I'm not going to say specifically who, but um, <clears throat> sent a couple of film out to a couple of teams and a couple of NFL teams. And I'm, look, I'm, I'm, I'm basically looking for a response, but no responses. Um, but I just always had that eagerness. I was like, man, I want to play, so I got to keep working. So now instead of just working out a little bit, I started working out a lot now, two-a-days myself, you know, running and doing – you know, doing squats on the two by four. Um, I never really had, you know, the the equipment to basically build my body up yet. So I just used two thirty five dumbbells and running. So uh <laughs> and mind you, what's so crazy is me building my body up. I never was a guy who ate steaks and potatoes. Um I ate pretty much what I wanted at the time. You know, so I didn't know the proper definition of dieting, the proper dis- proper, you know, definition of, you know, the right protein and, you know, low sugars and stuff, man. Like, honestly, man, it's 
it's just crazy how if I would have knew what I knew now back then, I would have, man, the sky has no limit on that. Um, so going back to, uh, you know, the second year playing flag football, you know, I'm on Instagram scrolling and I seen my homeboy, you know, he uh, basically was on a semi-pro football team. And, uh, you know, I inboxed him and I was like, hey, man, uh, you know, what's what's the name of your flag football team or your uh, semi-pro football team? And he said, you know, it's the Detroit Diesels. And I said, hmm. I said, man, y'all got any spots? He said, man, yeah, come on through. So um, went to the practice and um, Coach Robbins. Uh, can't forget about that guy either, man. Uh, Coach Robbins, man, most definitely took me under his wing. You know, he said, uh, if you come to, you know, a couple practices, you know, show you behind off, make me remember your name and you're on the team. You know, and I basically had a tryout, and, man, I killed it. And um, I was actually a starting defensive end my my rookie year semi-pro. And uh, it was pretty amazing. And that's when uh, the number 32 came to me. Um, I was like, man, I always cherish this number forever. You know, because me, I'm not really big uh, of jersey numbers. You know, I can rock out any number because the number don't make a player, you know. So, man, um, after that, I was like, yo, I got a ball out. And my rookie season. I feel like I could have did a little better, but I most definitely showed my behind to basically say I can handle with the big guys, hang with the big guys. And semi-pro is not really a a, a lower definition of a football league. And um, I feel um, personally, you know, I was battling guys who had went to the NFL, you know, rookie camps, you know, of course didn't make it, or um, guys that went to college and something happened in their lifestyle to where, you know, they had to fall back a little bit. So these guys are pretty athletic and pretty darn good. So to really battle those guys, man, it was a blessing. And I was actually 18 um, battling these guys. You know, still scrawny, still didn't know pretty much what a weight room was, you know, just having 35 dumbbells. But um, my rookie season went pretty good. And then um, I basically uh, finished out my second season. And then after that, I chilling out at the crib. And all of a sudden, right. I, um, I see one of my neighbors, um, and it was this – it was, this, it was this big guy, man. He was a, a muscular guy. Um, he stood out perfectly, you know, And I, um, but he saw me, <clears throat> and I just, you know, I spoke. I said, how you doing, sir? And he said, how you doing, man? You know, and um, my neighbor said, yeah, man, you play football. And I said, yes, sir, I do. And he said, okay, well, you ever thought about taking your football journey to the pros? Um, instantly, my mind said, I'm like, to really be honest, yes. I just don't know where would I want to go. In my mind, I was thinking CFL. Um, in my mind, I was thinking, you know, basically NFL. But I felt like I wasn't ready yet to to experience the big leagues because I, like I said, I, mentally, I didn't have my body right. Um, I was still scrawny. I still didn't, uh, you know, know what to do. And he said, you know what? He said, okay, cool. Send me some of your film, and I can most definitely, uh, you know, I can send my, I can send your film to a lot of teams that I know personally. And um, to really be honest, you know. Uh, if it wasn't for that guy, I wouldn't have been at the spot I'm in today. Um, his right. name is Jim, and uh, to really be honest, man, uh, it was just it, it, it was it was crazy. So just hearing that made me just want to work out every day. You know, um, I'm at work, I'm doing push-ups on my break instead of eating. You know, um, when I come home from work, I take a shower, I probably sleep, and I'm back to it at night. You know, I'm, I'm a night hawk. You know, I work right. out like six hours a night. You know, so and this is every night. So it has basically got me eager to want to just keep going, keep pushing. And um, 
it actually actually woke some noise. There was a couple of NFL teams um, in 2016, 2017 that actually knew my name. And um, it was a blessing, you know, um, verif- verifying the fact that I had no college football experience. I went from flag football to semi-pro and for an NFL scout to know my name. And it's a blessing already. And, you know, and I'm like, wow, this is crazy. You know, little old me, you know. So um, then all of a sudden I just basically had an eagerness. I'm like, you know what, maybe go, maybe if I just continue to work out, let me record my workouts. Let me, you know, do what I have to do to, to, to get these guys to know I'm working every day. So started hitting the weights um, around 2017. I was working at a job in Ohio and, man, that, that started the, that started the whole career, you know, and that's when I say um, I'm a Detroit, Michigan native. But to really be honest, my career started in Ohio because when I started hitting them weights and starting doing footwork drills and recording, man, that just it just basically brought me a, a, a mindset that I cannot stop no matter what. And um, I was, you know, battling a lot of uh, a lot of things uh, when it came down to, um, you know, issues with finances, issues with, um, you know, car troubles, you know, family issues and stuff. But I always found a way to grind out and actually just remember where I came from. And um, it led me to meeting a, a lot of people. Um, my job <clears throat> that I have, um, you know, um, security for, you know, the NFL. Um, but to be in an atmosphere of uh, 66,000 people <laughs> and, uh, man, it's, I mean, it's crazy to hear, you know, and you, and you seeing these guys in flesh and, you know, a lot of guys, they just, you know, they know my face, you know, in the, in the NFL. So, to really be honest, you know, it's a blessing to see that. And um, me actually having that aspect, I'm looking at these guys. I'm like, man, I got to get in shape like them. So I got to run more. I got to hit the weights more. And uh, skipping to 2019, uh, I guess I woke um, some noise. I actually made some noise. I woke people up. And um, I basically had a scout from uh, the CFL. And um, I had a, a professional welcoming tryout with the BC Lions. And um, – Good. I mean, <laughs> just looking at my lifestyle, man, I'm like, man, I went from flag football, man. I went from all of this to the CFL. You know, when I was there, it was I was in Mesquite, Texas. It was hot in the mud. <laughs> uh, we was running out there, you know, and um, I basically just had a, I had a ball. Um, didn't make the final cuts, but I always, you know, learned that, you know, adversity is the biggest thing. You know, you have to most definitely uh, just continue to keep growing. And um, I had a, also I had a. Um, I try out with the Edmonton Eskimos as well. And um, I remember uh, the coach, he basically told – he told the group, he said, um, the main goal is to get in front of every coach. And he said the main goal is to consistently battle your fears. Battle what you think yes. that you cannot do. Because at the end of the day, what you think you can't do, you're already done. And that carried on for me. Because it was never a time to where I thought that I couldn't do it. But to really think that it only took just my mindset to be stronger than my physical, to keep on going to my physical, catching up to my mindset, that was pretty impressive for me. And I can't thank nothing but God for that. So That's right. Um, man, this <laughs> going to the CFL tryouts uh, led me to, uh, you know, actually working out more. Uh, and get more film, and then all of a sudden I got a call from the Cape Fear Heroes. That's the arena team, and that was 2019, and uh, 
I had signed my first uh, AAL professional contract for uh, training camp. And, man, I was truly a blessing. Uh, matter of fact, signed that contract before Christmas, and uh, I was like, man, is this the start? So I had to move all the way to Raleigh, North Carolina, actually Sanford, North Carolina. And um, I basically had a tryout there. Um, what's so crazy was I met a great group of guys that, uh, you know, still to this day, you know, will encourage me. And, you know, and I always feel like you're never too old to learn. You know, you're never too good to not know more. So um, it was times to where, you know, I'm basically training and they like, hey, you know, do this more. I said, okay, cool, bet. You know, or if I ask them, hey, man, do you think I should, you know, make this route a little better or should I do this footwork drill? And they said, yeah. So they're very, they're very supportive of me, you know, and that's why I surround myself around a group of guys that have the same grind because we can always make each other better. And it's a competition, you know. Why not play football without being competitive, you know? So, um, to really be honest, man, I had that experience. Um, I did make the final cuts. Um, uh, it didn't discourage me at all. It just made me just really realize that I'm on the right track to my success. And it just kept me growing. Um, and um, to really be honest, just skipping past those times, I'm 23 years old and I'm still working uh, each and every day, man. I, You know, I have a travel kit. I have a travel weight weightlifting kit. Um, I'm working out posting my videos on all social media platforms and you know to this day it made me um get recognized by a lot of uh a lot of scouts um mm -hmm. and uh at the end of the day man that's why to this day i you know the quote that i had in the beginning basically stating that the only way out is the way through i had to go through a whole different process you know i'm not your average five-star um you know high school candidate i'm not your d1 scout um i'm deshaun malik Bills the second, and to really be honest, man, uh, I could just give you nothing but me, and right. that's why for me, I just felt like at the end of the day, you know, the sky has no limit. Yeah, man, that, that's real good, man. Um, yes, Kendall, sir. I'll let you start off with the question. Um, yes, um, Deshaun, um, who in the NFL right now would you compare your game to? And and and, and my second part of that question is, do you feel better? feel more better playing DN or linebacker? Um, to answer your first question, I feel like my game is compared. I think my game will put you in a mindset of Aaron Donald. Um, Aaron Donald, he uh, he has a, 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 a great a great stability on his effort. Um, he's the type – he's very uh, – he's six foot. Um, so, that was the biggest thing for me, being an undersized defensive end and an outside linebacker. But – um. He's very quick on his hands, and my hands are very lethal. Um, <clears throat> when it comes down to his feet work, you know, especially for his size, because he's a big guy. You know, I'm a big guy with the same uh, foot speed and um, just his work ethic. I was actually watching his uh, documentary uh, yesterday, and it inspired me because the same documentary that I have seen is my life story too, you know, um, basically just continuing to work and, and getting better every day. Um <clears throat> To really be honest, man, uh, I, I actually think my uh, my game can also be compared to a Jadavian Clowney as well. Yes. Um, very smart. Um, IQ. Um, reading the quarterback, reading the linebacker. I mean, reading – not the linebacker, reading the uh, running back. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very lethal to have a mindset like that. And um, I think, like, my IQ is actually very, very, very good because um, instead of, you know, going out there banging my head, and not knowing where the ball is, you know, I'm reading the I'm reading the quarterback, reading the quarterback's eyes. 
and uh, that's how my game is compared. And um, okay, what's the question? thank you, thank you, Deshaun. Well, yeah, um, you answered my second part with it too, with the uh, with the with the uh, the comparison or whatnot. But I also had to ask you, um, do you feel a bit more comfortable on the DN or the outside linebacker? Okay, I feel comfortable in any um any position that the uh, coach actually asked me to. Um, I'm very uh, I'm, I'm very I'm very coachable. Um, if my coach tells me to slide to uh, uh, three tech, slide to outside, slide into the um, you know any any position, um, I'm a coachable guy, and I feel like I can learn any position that they give me. Okay, real real good. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, D- hey, Deshaun, what a journey! You know, not everybody has like what you said. Not not everybody has that same you know, journey, right, to to, especially when it comes to the NFL. And I think it's a, a very great story how, you know, you haven't you haven't stopped or wavered, right, and you continue to push through. So I, uh, I just want to say, you know, I, I commend you for that. Like, you, this, well, this Yes, work. sir. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Um, it's just um, mind over matter. That's the biggest thing for me, you know. Uh, yes, sir. Always. Uh, so let me let me ask you let me ask you two questions. The first one would be, I'm yes, the GM right now. I'm asking you right now. If I talk to your last coach, what is he going to tell me about you? Well, he's going to tell me he's going to tell you that I'm a coachable. I'm, I'm a kid to the game. I'm very um, <clears throat> very willing to learn new aspects. I'm a hardworking, dedicated worker. Work work ethic is 110. percent um, rain, sleet, or snow, hot days. I'll be out there working, getting better each and every day. I'm the first one guy to uh, be in a weight room or the football field, and the last guys to leave. Um, I most definitely study hard in the, in the classroom. Um, I make sure that um, basically everything is up to part on my body. I maintain my body weight, and um, I'm just a hard hitting monster. That's always a great trait. Uh, then, then the next one would be, what can you bring to my locker room? <laughs> that question means so much to me because I had so many people uh, in my life that uh, were so were so much of a blessing to me. What I would bring to your locker room is dedication and motivation and positive vibes and, and inspiration. Um, you don't know what your teammates are going through that day. You know, a lot of a lot of times you can go on a football field and not understand why one of your guys are not as excited uh, that they made a play and that the whole team is basically behind them. And, you know, you're wondering what's going on with somebody. And I actually had a teammate of mine that I always used to uh, bring holy water um, to the locker room and uh, basically just spray it on everybody and, and just and say a big prayer. You know, I'm all about family, man. Uh, bring it to the locker room is nothing but family-oriented things. You know, you're going to war with your brother. So I feel like at the end of the day, we all need to be on the same page once we enter the locker room as well as we leave the locker room. And I'm a leader by example. And I almost definitely make sure that every guy on that in that locker room would know, even the coach know that I would do my part. And I just want everybody to do theirs with me. Because we're not working for each other, we're working with each other. That championship mindset. Thank yes, you so sir. much, Sean. All right, Deshaun. So we do have, you know, CFL agents, uh, CFL scouts, NFL agents, NFL scouts that listen to the show. So what do you want them to know about Deshaun Bell II? I want them to know that I am a regular guy 
willing to work hard each and every day at my craft. Um, I'm good on and off the field. Um, on the field, I'm giving all of all I got as um, far as my work ethic, as far as my mental, as far as my physical. Off the field, I'm going to represent my organizational team at the fullest. I'm going to make sure that everybody knows that I'm a respectable guy. Uh, I'm very goofy, very funny. Uh, I want to just most definitely bring good, positive vibes to the coaches, to the agents, to the players. Um, and also uh, on the field, man, I just want to show that I'm willing to sacrifice my life for my organizational team because that's how serious I am of playing football. All right, Deshaun. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And where can our listeners find yes, you on sir. social so media? My Instagram is N as in November, U-K-K, B as in boy, E-L-L. Facebook is N as in November, U-K, B as a boy, E-L-L. All right, Deshaun. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show, and best of luck to you. And uh, we hope to have you back yes, on sir. Thank you so soon. much for having me, guys. It's really a blessing. Thank yes, you sir. for coming on. What an awesome story by Deshaun Bell II, right? I mean, it's. I feel like his story is something so amazing that we needed to dedicate a show just for him, right? And we definitely, you know, uh, hope that, you know, the story, um, it kind of teaches you, right, not to give up on your dreams and keep on pushing forward. Yes, man. It was a great time, man. He came to some time. I just want to give him a special shout-out. We appreciate this, Sean. You came on the East West Football Podcast. Great, Gave us some great insights. You told us your full story, some things, like I said, we didn't know we've never, we had never heard of. And then we had a great time. We're definitely rooting for you over here, man. Good luck. It was truly inspirational. Um, you know, like Fidel said, never give up on your dreams. And that's exactly what he's doing. You know, he's a young man, still 23. And, you know, he's still fo- he's still following his dreams and working hard at it. So, if anything, thank you so much for coming on. All right. Well, that's going to go ahead and wrap up this special on the East-West Football Podcast, the Deshaun Bell the second story. We hope you enjoyed it, and you guys have a good night. Thank you, guys. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, and the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid.